Hi, Broadway fans. We're back for another week of Hairspray. I should say we're back for the third time for Hairspray. It's Hairspray the movie this time. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Broadway Breakdown. Oh, man. I love this song so much. I it's love it when like John Travolta's the, yeah. not there. Well, <laughs> no. Wow, we are starting off real good. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, like, it's just a showstopper. Like, it's it's like you're waiting, and then you're like pretty much at the halfway point, and it's yeah. just all this fun and all this upbeatness, and you're like, yes. Well, it's my favorite because it's just like seeing the supreme, not seeing the supreme, Supremes. but like you know, bringing them into the mix, and that's always my favorite part of the play. The dynamite. Yeah, yeah, the dynamites. So yeah, I love it. Hi guys, I'm Brianna Phipps. I'll be your host for this show. You can find me at bphipps14 on Instagram and Twitter, and we have a more than full house, so let me get started interviewing, interviewing, introducing <laughs> my amazing co-hosts. Hello, I'm Ali Nasta. You can find me on Twitter at Ali Nasta and on Instagram at Ali Girl. I'm 123JackieB on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm Alexis Torres. You can find me where all shenanigans will ensue at atorres890. And on the couch. <laughs> Hi, I'm Becca Brown. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at BeccaBTalksTV. All right, guys. We are... This is fun. I'm excited. Yeah, we yeah. have so many people. It's yeah. so much fun. Party. Really exciting. Oh, I love it. <laughs> if you have fun here, that means you come back for other shows that we're doing. Yes. yes. For sure. I'm calling you out on air. <laughs> uh, uh, but only if you like the other shows or, yeah. or have yes. seen the other shows we're doing. Oh, yeah, I know about the other shows. Um, <laughs> So let's just start, let's go over kind of like an overview of what we thought of the movie. Just like a quick synopsis. What did you think, Alexis? Uh, to be honest, uh, now re-watching the film, I still I still like it. It's just that obviously there's a few things that I'm kind of like, mm, you didn't take, there's a lot of things from the play that you didn't take, and, it's, and they did things that were different. Stupid picture frame. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, I enjoyed the fact that, because uh, I looked a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, too, and a lot of interviews and stuff, the cast actually had a really good time um, on there, so just you can kind of see it through film as well. So I don't know, I thought it was great, and I also like the director, too, because he used to be part of... Uh, so you think you can dance and things like that? So I don't know. I thought it was fine. Miss Jackie, I like. I agree. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna move out. It's cool. No, 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 I'm no. no. I agree. I agree with Alexis <laughs> on like her assessment of it, where like she likes some things, she didn't like some things. That's that's where I'm at. But like, I feel like because of Adam Shankman, I can't have nice things. Sure. Um, because he ruined Rock of Ages, and to me, oh, is he the one that did Rock? Yeah, yes. he is the one that did Rock of Ages. Yeah. I don't I know hope, how I didn't I hope know your that. worldview has changed. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. things, things are different now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I like some of the casting, but one of the things he wanted to do was remove the too much campiness in this. And I'm like, why would you want to remove the camp from Hairspray? Which is my biggest problem with some of the numbers, is they become less campy. Some of the performances become less campy. And then you're like, well, what is this? I don't understand. And Allie, what, what are your takeaway from it? I personally loved it. <laughs> like, ever since, like, the first time watching it and then re-watching it, I just get butterflies in my stomach and I find myself smiling the whole time because I'm really cheesy like that and I just love all the numbers. I love the bright colors. It makes me excited. All of the musical numbers, me and my roommate were talking about it, how we just, like, I can't stop smiling. So I personally, there's obviously certain things throughout the movie that I'm like, eh, could have gone with or without, but overall, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And Beck on the couch, what'd you think? Like Ali said, it's like a feel-good movie. It makes me happy. Uh, the cast I thought was really good. Um, I love Zac Efron. Yeah, <laughs> no. Zac everybody. Zac coming. <laughs> I love his face. So James Marsden too. 
Yes, he was the highlight of yes. this he's, entire movie. He's so one good. of the most, I feel like, underrated actors of he our is. generation. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, go see yeah. Westworld. He's so good in Westworld. He's so good in everything he's he does. Good in everything. And, yeah. and I don't think he gets enough roles or enough He does it. No, We're going to talk about James Moss. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Um, I am with you two a little more. Um, I will say, the first time I saw this movie was in theaters in 2007, and I disliked it so much, I hadn't seen it since until this past week when I rewatched it for the show. Yep. Oh. Um, that being said, do not be negative. <laughs> I did appreciate it more this time and liked more about it this yeah. time than I did the original time I watched it. Yeah. That's exciting. I will say that. Okay. <laughs> um, but you also saw a really good touring cast. So I did. I, feel like I, that I, might I, I was a little jaded. Yeah. Because I was like so, my touring cast was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron Tibet. Yeah, I mean, yes. like, we don't have to talk about that because it if makes there's a man to make you swoon. Yeah. He's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love him. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the cast. Let's get into the cast. So we have Nikki Belonsky playing Tracy, who is an unknown, which I love. I she love the so yeah. I, I think, think I thought she was good. really good. I yeah. think I thought she was amazing. There's something about her. Just watching her energy and her facial expressions, she just is. She's got so much talent, and you can see it throughout the movie. And she kind of, whenever she walks into a scene, even though it's not live, you feel like it should be live because she just brings so much to everything she does. I think she's just so quirky and cute, and just really sparks. I was very surprised. I thought her career was going to take off after this film, and I don't know if it was a personal decision on her end or what, but she doesn't, you don't see her anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think she's working in the business. I think part of this has to do with the way that we treat bigger, full-figured women in this industry, and Mm -hmm. we put them into niches, and we say you have to play this specific type of role, and we only give that role to certain certain actresses over and over and over again, so it's hard for a newcomer to break in. Yeah, I think she did do a couple TV show spots um, after Hairspray came out, and then eventually she just kind of died out after that. I think I saw her a couple times. I can't even remember the last the last one I yeah. saw her in, but I did see her, but yeah. then it just kind she, of fizzled out. Yeah, because she tried to play like a, like kind of, not a fat Amy, but like the fact that she was trying to play like an edgy, you know, best friend chick, and it didn't yeah. work out very well for her. So, I just wish, not that, a bad I wish that she'd at least even gone to Broadway, because I thought that her voice was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if you saw her auditions, because she, she won through a contest yeah. um, that they were doing, I think Coldstone was when she got, she was working I know, out when she got so told. cute. Uh, I still love that video. I think it's still on YouTube also, but, uh, but yeah, I think she... I don't know. I, I don't think she even said anything in her interviews that she wanted to be a Broadway star. Uh, I don't know. It was very interesting. I don't know. I just would like to see her come back. Yeah, for sure. She has plenty of talent. There was only one part about her that I didn't like, and it wasn't her. It was a directorial choice or a song choice or whoever came up with it. And it's just me being nitpicky and me being a little too oh, much about the original. About. Yep. The original music goes, uh, uh, oh. And in the live version and this version, they change it to oh, oh, oh. And I don't know why, for me, it bugs me. It's me being nitpicky. It's me being a little bit too much. But I was just like, why are you changing it? It's changing the the flow of the song for me. I don't know. Um, And then we have John Travolta playing Edna. You guys have some feelings about them. I thought he brought so much um, love and kind of um, like, it was... I can't even explain it. It was like a sense of, I felt like motherly love and I could really get that out of him. I will say when I first heard he was at that role, I kind of was angry. Like, why? Why would you do that? Because you have this image of who John Travolta is and I will say a little bit in the whole movie, all you see is John Travolta, John Travolta. So you kind of have to separate yourself from those feelings but I kind of, I did love, he gave this motherly love to it and he was so, I thought he was cute. Like, oh, 
I got lovingness out of him. My problem with John Travolta, my, I like John Travolta on other things. I like him in Greece. I like him. Um, I'm, I'm, Saturday Night. I, I like him in uh, Saturday Night Fever. You know, like I'm, I was totally blanking out. Michael, but, the Angel One. Oh yeah, I did all like of that. that. I yeah. like all of his past things, but I, the problem I have is that you have, uh, you have him in a role that was tradition is traditionally played by people who are more professional drag queens mm-hmm. and there are so many professional drag queens out there that could have done better than he did that it made me angry it made me angry the way that he plays the character more like a victim um, mm-hmm. I hated that whole sub storyline where um, it's it's like the cheating almost cheating yeah. plot line before you have Christopher Walken singing that song instead of them just like truly being in love yeah, yeah. um and the fact that he wore prosthetics for the role instead of just being a which he was not that was during the time when he was a little bigger yeah. he is mm-hmm. a little bigger and it just the prosthetics look weird you could have hired an actual there are, i have a list of like big drag queens that i would have liked to see <laughs> play the role vicky vox darian lake delta work um there was one uh delighted to be here who was on america's got talent like a year or two ago. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, that I think would have done this role really well, and to give it to someone just because they're a big name was so irritating to me. For me, it's like, I don't even know, there was a couple acting choices for him that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, one was him making it a little and more feminine. Accent. Yeah, that was, that was that. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. From Baltimore, do not <laughs> yeah, talk so. like that. It, it, was, it was a little weird, because there's little things he says, like, no, what is it? It's like the um, way, it's like... I can't even do it. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't uh, either. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. like, no. Now, well, I know no. Kathy Bates did it as well in American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that is a something that maybe like a long time ago accent from Baltimore. I'm not sure. So, but if you're going to make that choice, I feel like the rest of the cast has to be talking like that. They're all yeah. from Baltimore. So why yeah. is only one yeah, person yeah, yeah. As, as a person who lived in Maryland for a very long time, um, there is an accent from Baltimore. He tried in certain instances to have it. Like if you wouldn't say Baltimore, you'd say Baltimore. You would say... You pronounce your O's like this, kind of. Oh. Um, okay. Boat, to, what, you know, like, kind of like that. But then he mixed in this, like, southern accent. So I was like, I don't know why it's, like, half Baltimore, half southern, but he's the only person in the cast doing this. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm kind of in the middle, because I'm, I'm also in the same book, so I was just like, I don't know what you're trying to... I thought John Travolta was having a stroke for a majority <laughs> of the film. But at the same time, I liked that he was also kind of excited that he was in this role. Like, you can see it. Yeah. I mean, I, the one thing I missed... because well, he didn't get to be closeted for a, a movie. Was, yeah, that was great. Nice Good for him. him. He um, came out of the closet for one but, movie. But the thing is, the one thing I, I, I missed from the movie that they did really well in the live um, taping that just came out was the fact that you can see the love between uh, uh, Edna Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because even though, I mean, that's probably why I like uh, Harvey so much is because you can see it, even though there's a lot of sass well, happening. I also really just like, I like the fact that we know it's a man. I like that there's parts yeah. where he gets, where Harvey Firestone would get all deep and be like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, you know, that's, like, that's a terrible impersonation. No, but, but you know, I know what you mean. He would be very, yeah, he'd be very masculine. And I thought John Travolta was very feminine. Oh, in yeah. The role. Yeah. Um, but I did appreciate, I liked that they brought him in t- with dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yes, that yeah. is one thing that we don't see. It's literally the only thing I liked. And it's just because it's John Travolta and he's a very good dancer. Yeah, I loved their their numbers together on the roof while they're doing laundry, just like the twirling and then having or the them mama change. Or the mom walking in the 60s, the dancing yeah, part. Yeah, like it he, was cute. It was very cute. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Becca? 
Uh, I, I'm taking my opinions unpopular. It's not opinion. That's what it's about. This is a safe place. You can say whatever you want. Look it. An opinion cannot be wrong. Yeah. It's an opinion. It's opinion. That's true. No, I I think that John Travolta brought like joy in the movie. And, yeah. Uh, I actually was when I was rewatching it before watching Hairspray Live, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot John Travolta. <laughs> you this. forgot because he had eight hundred prosthetics on his face. So. Well, yeah, yeah that yeah. <laughs> and his legs and his arms and his body. Right, yeah. his entire. I'm body. like, I forgot that was John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, okay. I think that you brought up a good point. Is that like you forget that he's supposed to be like like a. Um, like a drag queen yeah. because I when I watched the movie the first time I didn't understand because I hadn't seen the live version yet or like I seen, hadn't seen yeah. it. so I was basing it fully off of oh this is Hairspray I'm watching it no opinions so I thought he was supposed to just be a more like a bigger mom I didn't realize it was supposed to be a drag queen mm-hmm. that was playing him so I can understand why people that had seen the Broadway version beforehand or even be, the original movie yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that you could be like whoa you're trying to totally change a character who I've grown to understand, and you know what I mean. So I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. I mean, that. you're definitely. A, it's going to be a different take with mm-hmm. people that haven't seen the yeah. show and people that have. And that's the whole point of making uh, these movies is to bring people who've never seen the musical into it, and then they can mm-hmm. do research after. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But totally. uh, Jennifer Lee Wells in the chat actually said the last time she saw Nikki was in uh, Smash. Apparently oh, she, she was, was in a hand for like one episode. How did I like miss that? She, like I said, she's got jet black hair. I think her head, her makeup's a little yeah, heavier. Have to go back and rewatch mm-hmm. Smash. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. going back to Nikki, she wrapped a movie earlier this year. Shut up! Oh, yes. I'm so happy now. Yeah. Yeah. Called Dog Years. Dog Years. Wow. It's in post production. Nice. I'm so happy. Right. Now. It's okay, so she's getting business. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, she's probably taking a break or yeah. something okay. like that. Okay, good for her. Um, so moving forward, we then have Michelle Pfeiffer playing Velma Von Tessel. Okay, guys. I'm a huge Michelle Pfeiffer fan. I like her. Huge. Because like, of Grease too. admit it. Yeah. And also, she was like my favorite Catwoman, besides the lady who played Catwoman in, in the mm, 60s. The original series. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's hard for me, because at the same time, I'm kind of like, Halle I'm Halle Berry's cringy. not your favorite Catwoman? Huh? Halle Berry wasn't your favorite Catwoman? Oh, we don't want to talk about terrible. that. We don't have time for this. <laughs> I will take up the entire two hours. Um, but, like... <laughs> But, but the fact of just, um, there was a little, like, that's why I really liked Kristen Chenoweth in this role, because she just, she's supposed to be overdramatic. That's the whole point of the role. Michelle Pfeiffer didn't really do that. She was just kind of, she was just kind of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> See, I actually know? appreciated the way Michelle really? Pfeiffer played it. Like, yeah. I like both ways. Yeah, 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 but I just yeah. like the way, because she made me feel like she was still the queen. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like the other ways is like, they're like reaching for their past life of yes. like, when they were. And she's like, honey, I'm still on top. Well, Chenna's yeah. a comedian, though. So she plays everything pretty tongue-in-cheek. And Michelle no. Pfeiffer is not a comedian. Yeah, no. like, I think I could appreciate both different ways of playing it. I don't yeah. think that it either are wrong. I think that they're yeah. both fun. And I, no, I mean, yeah. her voice, obviously, she doesn't have Kristen Chenoweth's voice. Nobody has. No, yeah. but, I, but I loved her scene of how no we got to actually see what it looked like being Miss Baltimore Crabs. And even though we were like, okay, Michelle Pfeiffer, we can totally tell this wasn't in the past, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. She looks exactly. Great. Yeah, you're like you look exactly the same. Yeah. But but it was kind of cool, like because I always I always found the baton twirling really fun because usually whoever plays the role can do it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at you, Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm so proud of you. So I don't know. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's something happening. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... Oh, is Star Wars happening? <laughs> Maybe. Um, oh, it was Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, but... Same. Uh, I'm so sorry. Same thing. <laughs> like, but, Not the same thing. But you know what I mean. But the fact that she's just... She played this sexy role, and it was a little awkward to see her and Christopher Walken trying to flirt. And, like, it's just... <laughs> It was a lot for me. That was for awkward. Her. Yeah, that was but a really awkward scene. Like, Speaking I was about, like, no. Yeah, let's move on to Christopher Walken now. <laughs> Christopher Walken played Wilbur. 
and I not my favorite Wilbur. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like what they did with Wilbur. Yeah. No. Well, because he's supposed to be. He's supposed to adore her. Yeah. I like. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like there was kind of a separation between the two, and you kind of it was like a give and take. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a genuine like connection. It was just kind of like okay, like the like the mom's talking, and then Wilbur's talking, and then it was just kind of or sorry, not the mom, Edna, but like you know what I mean. Like it was just kind of this like. You wanted to see them love each other, and you you would see it, and then it was like kind of go wall. away. Yeah, there yeah. was like a wall. Yeah, between them. I I really hated that they changed the line because in the play and they did it in the live version, um, when he he's talking to Tracy in the beginning, and he's like, "You need to reach for your dreams. I got my dream." And he like looks at her and he goes, yeah. and "I've been married to her for this long." And it's such a sweet moment. And in this one, they're like the hearty horror shop. I'm like, what? Yeah. We didn't even and get then she, like, And then she walks away all like sad and depressed. I'm like, what is happening right yeah, now? That, that was whole, weird. That whole changing of that backstory, I feel like destroyed their relationship. Yeah. And to me, I, I said this in, in the last show I did hear about the, um, the Broadway show where I I love that song that they have together timeless because to timeless yeah. to me because it shows that they they love each other no matter what and that's to me what a real relationship is and it just ruined that yeah I mean yeah. we kind of got a little bit of it towards not the end but like in the you can't stop the beat where he's like go get it baby yeah. like that's like the only time where you saw that he clearly loved her but the entire yeah, the movie. other time it seems like he's just too preoccupied yeah. with the shop but yeah. like that's what yeah. I loved about Martin Short was because. He just like even though he doesn't have to growl at her the entire movie, he did. <laughs> it was awesome. But that's Canada's I, finest. But, but yeah, sorry, Go ahead. Comparing, I got talking about the couch like it's hard to like. Yeah, I comparing mean, uh, the movie to what we just saw with mm. the live version, I thought Martin Short was just a billion times better. Yeah, he was phenomenal. He had this spark Wilbur. about him. Yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, he's Martin Short. And he has great chemistry with Harvey first. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I, when, they, when, yeah. They, when they paired them two together, I was like, this is going to be good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, so moving on, sorry to cut it a little short, I just know that we have a lot to get through. Um, Amanda Bynes, we have for Penny. Love, I love, love, I adore her. Now, see, when I originally watched it, I didn't like her just because she didn't have the power behind her voice that um, Carrie yeah. Butler has, but I let that go this time, and I was like, you know what? I actually do really like her in this part. She did she, a great job. She could have she could have tanked really bad. Like let's be honest, but I think yeah. she did she did good. Like I, like there's no other way I can put it. It's not like the greatest thing, but it's not the worst thing. She did okay. I she, think she like captures like the awkwardness and yes. the quirkiness yeah. so perfectly mm-hmm. that you can't help but even though she doesn't say anything sometimes in the scene, you just look at her facial expressions and you can't help but laugh. She's like that blink like. Yeah, yeah. Or like the, the awkward like face. She does happening? that well. But also the funny thing that I found with Amanda Bynes was every time she was looking at seaweed, it looked like she wanted to eat him. It was great. <laughs> that is, <laughs> it's true. She yeah. looked in love. Like I love yeah. when there's a point in time because uh, on my mom's TV compared to the TV I have at home, it's much smaller. So when you watch the TV version when they put the movie up, they kind of like scale it down. Yeah. So at yeah. one point there's a zoomed in shot of her on her lollipop and like twirling her hair, looking at seaweed during Run and Tell that. <laughs> And it's just her face, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah. like it was just, it like threw me off, but I just love that she like put that in there. She probably yeah. was in the she background. Yeah. yeah, I was like, good for you, girl. Get um, it. and then we have Queen Latifah playing Motorbell Ma- Maybell. Yes, yes, oh, and she's she is my amazing. mom forever. I love she her. She is queen for a reason. Yeah, yeah, she's she, definitely. Queen. She was great, absolutely great. I know where I've been is. I can play that song at any point in time and I still cry because you can hear the the hurt and also the fact that she, like the determination, all of it into one song. And like I said, the only problem I have with um, Jennifer Hudson in the TV one is that she's, she's not big anymore. Yeah. She's skinny. I, I, I completely agree. Was a, was a nice 
big woman. Yeah. And Jennifer Hudson did a great performance. It's just, it really is hard to take somebody seriously when they're like, eat all this food. And you're like, Jennifer Hudson, you are not eating that food. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> yeah, she's got like a protein shake Liar. in the back somewhere. Yeah, you got your Jenny Craig going yeah. on. Yeah, right? there. See, it's for fine. me, when Jennifer Hudson, I literally was so astounded by her performance yeah, that I, was. I didn't even care about like, like the kind of like differences between it, I just her performance. It's just hard me to tears. But no, but it, and I've I've always been a fan of Jennifer Hudson. But for someone who I mean, I'm curvy. I'm not big, but I used to be big. And and in my brain, seeing her sing that song, mm-hmm. it made me feel like I can be beautiful, even though I'm big. Same thing with Edna gotcha. and Tracy yeah. and things like yeah. that. But yeah. then when I see Jennifer Hudson, who no, has a personal used to be big. used to be big, and then she has a personal trainer. She diets. She does Look, all these things. All I wanted it's, was it's hard. A, was them to change the line to "I never let this get in my way" to. When I was big, I never let it get in my way. That's all yeah. I wanted. Yeah. I changed that one line, just a, and it would have worked. I mean, again, Jennifer and don't Hudson pretend can do you're no eating all the chicken wings in the scene <laughs> either. Like, I was like, this is a lie. But, <laughs> but besides the fact that but the fact that Jennifer Hudson can outsing anybody oh my so on good. this planet, oh my gosh, I will so love that good. forever. No, like acting, so. singing wise, like, oh, oh no, yeah. she's got that yeah. in Queen yeah. as well as in tenfold. Like, it's fine. I was just like, I, like. That exists in real life, like when mm-hmm. she was singing. Oh, and yeah. Queen, but back to Queen Latifah, she did an amazing job too. Um, I think both of those scenes are so powerful, and mm-hmm. it is interesting to see two different mm-hmm. people portray such a powerful um, song and really just like bring you. You feel like you're in the scene with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I mean, this really is the like do. this is the show stealing role. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah, and, and this she is did the it. eleven o'clock. This is the person who has the eleven o'clock yeah. number that you were talking about, and it, it's interesting too because. They made a change to have her singing this song while, like, uh, in the to have her singing the song while they're doing that protest. like protest scene yeah, versus what they did on Hairspray Live, where she's she has like this kind of speech in the um, in the record shop, mm-hmm. and I thought both ways, like both interpretations, one is like a bold, powerful move, and the other one is like a quiet, quiet moment in the rain. Um, and they, rain. I think they both played equally well mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, the movie on we have, like we were talking about James Marsden. <laughs> yeah, that was a great choice for Corny Collins. Yeah, oh, I, sweet and Jesus, I'm in love with Star. him. Like he can just smile anytime, and I'm just gonna be like, oh, he played that role so freaking well, like outstanding. Yeah. And his voice, like you would never really expect him to like have such a powerful. Well, voice. he was in um. Enchanted. Enchanted. Enchanted, yeah. I mean, did you say. hear those runs he was doing when he goes, that's yes. like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we get more of him, like, just yeah. singing? If he needs to be in more roles where he's but I, put out like that. I totally agree with period. you, but he's very underrated. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so talented, and I feel like people and extremely always handsome. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I think just a little handsome. That... <laughs> You know, he always gets these, like, man Barbie roles, but I'm like, I feel like James Marsden could do something. Totally. He was in that new cowboy film. Oh, um, and, like, I was so disappointed because they built him, and, like, I'm not going to ruin the film, but he's only in it for a very short period of time. Yeah, I forgot about it. Like, what, like no, no, not the film. I just I can't remember what his, his like exact role was. But like, yeah, I know what he's really good about. in Westworld. Yeah, he's he very yeah. good in Westworld. Also, in the best of me, he broke my heart. Oh. Yes, yes, he did. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we have Britney Snow and Zac Efron. I'm going to group them together no. as Amber Why did and Link. they cut her song when she can sing? That was yeah, just that a weird was choice. Weird. I liked her in the role. I thought she no, played no, it she very well. Great. But they I, cut that Cootie song, but she can no, sing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. weird. That was the thing I was they really nice They did because they did put in nicest girl in town. Because it's yeah, or a new girl in town. Not yes, they put, they put new girl in town. But which it, I also she's liked. singing it with like other people instead of. Yeah. 
I was, I was oh, upset yeah, about they, it. Yeah, because that's supposed to be like, not like her big number, but that's the one where she shines the most. And I yeah. thought it was weird that they were like, let's just put it in the album from somebody else. Right. <laughs> so, and, yeah, and, and, and then the credit. And yeah. for me, like, Link, like I, like, I like Link, but I just feel like Link is a very, like, meh character in the play. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. there. He's there for a purpose, but he's not someone that is going to, like, stand out. Yeah, because no, even... Cause just, even just in the, it takes two. And then they pretty much cut that. Yeah, because... <laughs> yes. Because um, in, in the musical, you, you you can fawn over him just as much as, like, the girls are doing in the musical, and you can love it, and things like that. But it's... It, his character never stood out, like, in my mind, because I'm like, oh, yeah, Link, the... the, the, the he's kind of and yeah. That's it. He's the same thing. He's yes. Elvis. Yeah, he's just yeah. there. Well, he's, he's the role that most women have in plays, which is like, I appreciate this flip of the script where you have all these kind of different mm-hmm. countercultural mm-hmm. types of people in the main roles, and then the the one guy who's like the lead heartthrob guy role is like the role that everybody's like, ah, you're whatever. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah, didn't he, look pretty. It's funny because rewatching it too, when you think back, all you th- when I think of Harrison, I'm like, oh, Zach Efron. But then yeah. you rewatch it and you really just focus in on him, he really doesn't do that much. Yep, yep. Like, he comes in a scene and you almost forget he's there, which is kind of strange so. <laughs> considering uh, like I love Zac Efron and I think he's fantastic but just like in the scenes that he is in when you rewatch it thinking back at that you're like huh Link's just there like like he just pretty. sits there and smiles no, and then true. like randomly he'll throw in a line it's funny because they actually used this movie because they were about to film High School Musical 3 and at this point in time his singing vocals were not very good in High School Musical 1 and 2 they had to like kind of put well, the first one he person. didn't sing yeah, no, the first no, 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 no. they took sing. someone totally different I can't remember the actor's the singer's name uh, oh Drew Seeley thank you um, oh, I love him uh, but the fact that they were like okay if you do this if you do this uh, musical we want to actually hear you sing and so he actually went to vocal training and all that kind of stuff even though he only did two songs. He but, sounds good, though. But he did better from High School Musical 3. It taught him how to be better at it, and then after that, he was like, no more musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting cool. fact about the not singing thing yeah. is that in Garrett Clayton's Disney movie, he didn't sing in the first one either. Yep. Yeah. All right. He never liked his voice, and now when he when he did Hairspray, he worked on it, and then he's like, okay, but so I'm still not doing it Matthew anymore. Morrison, though, he can sing. So. Oh, yeah. No, no, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, like, sorry, TV. TV and TV, movie. And TV and movie. movie. Just never yes. listen. <laughs> nope. But no, this, Matthew Morrison's amazing. But singer. this yeah. next person, I knew about his voice, so as soon as I heard uh, he was in this movie, Kelly. I lost yeah. my mind. He is fantastic. We I tried mean. to get him in here. Unfortunately, his schedule didn't work out. He's a friend of one of the hosts here, but mm-hmm. yeah, he did an amazing job. Yeah, I used to go to his family's church or something, like, a long time ago, so I used to listen to him sing there, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it was really movie. good. All oh, I could think though during most of this movie is like, how many showers does it take to get that grease out of his hair? I don't even want to know. It's it's rough because I've uh, like <laughs> it's life. not like hair glow like that stuff that you would see in like coming. And for in some America, reason, like yeah, his his was his was a lot seemed a lot more intense than like I think even, it's a like, mixture boys. of grease and, and a little bit of gel and hairspray. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they usually do to get that like, perfect like, curl, curl and then bring it back. But that's just from guys that I know that make their hair look like that. He, they could have used something totally different. It's not the greatest. It makes your head <laughs> hard as a rock. It's terrible. <laughs> um, and then we also had Alice and Janney. I love her. Yeah. Pinkleton's mother, Prudence I love her. She was great. Yeah, she was great. I she, was, she was the perfect choice for that role. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also had great cameos. We had Jerry Stiller, mm-hmm. who was the original Wilbur in the 88 film. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Ricky Lake. Yep. Uh, John Waters as the... As the Flash. As the Flash. Yeah, I know. I love that. Uh, and then Mar- even Marissa, Jarrett Winkor, and Harvey Feinstein, and Corey Reynolds, who was the original Seaweed, uh, yeah. they all made appearances, not visually, but they sang on the credits. They did. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I like that they did include those things for like the fans of the film and the, uh, yeah. Of the play. Yeah. Um, moving on. 
let's talk about the cut songs. So we cut Mom, I'm a Big Girl Now. No. I'm going to put It Takes <laughs> Two. <laughs> I'm putting It Takes Two because it got this much of it the song. Did. Um, big Dollhouse. And, oh, I wrote Mom, I'm a Big Girl Now twice. That's how that's much okay. I was That's how I you. <laughs> <laughs> and, so that's one of my favorite and songs. And cooties. Yeah. The reason I heard that they did that was this was part of Adam Shankman's plan to take camp out of a campy yeah. musical yeah. where he didn't like the the three split screen. Yeah, and so so I wrote that too. He just didn't want to do it. And what? I'm like, I just love that song so much that I just was really disappointed. Yeah, me too. I thought having it in the live show, it like pieces things together for you at an earlier yeah. stage yeah. rather than like waiting to like yeah. hear more yeah. and like kind of see the like the differences between the, them and their moms or like what they actually want. And their well, I like that it shows that each of them have issues with their mom and their mom yeah, is yeah, trying to control like, their life in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like that they didn't have Amber and her mom see what their problems were until like the very end. It's yeah. like, mom, Which, you're so controlling. Yeah, we could have known that. It's like earlier. you're supposed to like be like, oh, they all can relate to each other. Yeah, that's yeah. some level. Say. Yeah, that it shows that all the characters. All the yeah, because then teenage girls relate to each other. No, yeah. I I completely agree because the fact that when you come back to you can't stop the beat when even though we didn't get that that yes you can moment yeah. um, it didn't matter because when we got to see the Britney Snow reacting to Twitch uh, the guy who played that dancer mm-hmm. um, having a connection she's like oh stop it and she's like I don't care mom it we 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 lost so who cares yeah but, like. It would have been better if we just had them just get into the groove just like It also just goes with they cut a lot of her singing out. Yep. (laughs) She can sing. Yep. She's a crazy ex-girlfriend now singing. Yeah. Um, And then we have added songs. We have Ladies' Choice. How do we feel about that? Because I didn't mind it. I I didn't mind mind it. it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I just don't like that they cut other songs to make room for it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And then we had The New Girl in Town, which I thought was a really... I enjoyed the I liked that song. Yeah. I liked that it transitioned from the white to the black girls. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, and I I understand why it wouldn't work in the play. Because it was originally wrote, written for the musical, and they yeah. were like, it won't work. It doesn't add anything to the storyline, but with this one where you can montage it, and be, it works. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like in the play we don't get to see Negro Day, really. Like, if you really think about it. Yeah. In the yeah, movie, true. we got to see it. Yeah. Like, how it's supposed to yeah. look and how yeah. different it is from the usual corny comedy. And I oh love my God, that the nappy. Little... The nappy. Oh, God. I love how the Queen Latifah was just like, like nappy head. Yeah. And I was like, mm, we can just move I also on. love that little moment where she's like, they wrote the song. You yeah. Know? yeah. So you all, you also, she's like, how dare you? Yeah, you yeah. see more of why the animosity, aside from the you know, the obvious animosity that you're mm-hmm. separating these people, but then yeah. the added insult yeah. of, like, taking someone's song that they wrote and saying that they can't perform it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm really quickly going back to Ladies' Choice. I liked in the Hairspray Live that they gave it to Corny Collins. Yes. I agree, too. I thought that was really nice. I Just thought that was to nice, too, it. considering that the kid who played Link was not a great singer, so... Yeah. I thought it made more. I thought it made more sense too. <laughs> I mean, let's no be honest. And then you have him there with like the guitar, and he's not playing it. He's like beating on it and then tossing it around. Yes. Him. And my boyfriend who plays guitar was like, "Really? <laughs> Just don't have the guitar." <laughs> yeah. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, and it's okay. I think I was. I was gonna say that in the um, the live show, it made more sense that Corny Con- Collins would sing it because. Having Link on a stage in the middle of the high school was kind of like, yeah. What is yeah. what? Yeah. I thought like that. Even like rewatching it, I'm like, I like where would what was the connection of having him like almost perform yeah, yeah, at yeah. this this yeah. school? That kind of was like a lost cause. Weird. for me. Yeah, it was, it was just like, it's just a li- it's just a little awkward for me yeah. to have Courtney Collins do it because I was like, oh, dude, you're a grown man, you're singing to high school students. It's weird. That is, I, yeah. Weird. But if you think about but, it, like. 
he's not that much. He's not supposed yeah, to be that much older. Yeah, he's not supposed to be that much older. But and, like, women, and, and as girls, like, you know, I fangirled over, like, of Johnny course. Depp and of course. Brad Pitt and all that. But, and, like, like, they're much older. So, like, when you say that, like, I'm the lady's choice, like, I think it makes no, sense. No, no, no. It totally makes sense of him singing it to them. It's just weird because he's, like, dancing with them and kind of, like, getting all real close. Oh, okay, and I was that like, part, yeah, that, that part. And you're like, wait, here's this. just saying. No, that's what I meant. Because, like, him singing it, because that was great. I mean, I love it. It was just awkward for me because I was like, if, like, if Becca, let's say, was 15 and then, what is it, Daniel Huff? Did I say yeah, that? Uh, Derek, 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 Derek Huff. Huff. Sorry, Derek Huff was dancing with you, which he's technically, what, in his mid-twenties? Like, it's not like I that. I'd be down. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Huff down. is wildly talented. Yeah, I know, that's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that's cool. Crazy. It's just, we're, it's just we're, a, like, if parents were watching yeah. that, they'd be like, save um, me for Oh, though. I understand. You had your little finger up in the air. <laughs> I was gonna say, She's I, like, I'm really 15. I was gonna say I wouldn't mind have. Uh, James Marsden singing that oh, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have been, been really awesome. Especially because of the choice. setting it was yeah. He is my choice. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Again, not a problem. I was just, it was just the the older sister in me, if I was like, if it was like reverse, I would have been yeah. like, um, awkward. That makes uh, sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, and then we had Big Blonde and Beautiful Reprise, which nope. I didn't like because nope. I didn't like what it we didn't did need with it. the storyline. We didn't need it. Yeah. Um, it and necessary. then we had Come So Far, Got So Far to Go, which yeah. I will, okay, I'm going to make an apology because I, during the live show, I said these were both new songs, which I, I know they aren't new songs. Um, I was just being new to the musical because yes, they're yeah. not in the original musical. They're not. That's what I meant by that. If anyone's yeah. watching, don't watch that. Um, <laughs> anyone's really a stickler for <laughs> that. I mean, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and that one was fun. It was at the end. Yeah, it was in the credits. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, I want to know. Me and Jackie already said our diva songs last week. We have this little thing we do on here. Where it's like our diva song. It's our song that we just sing out, no matter where we are from the show. Like if we were in the car, in the shower, whatever. So oh my gosh. You're basically your favorite song from the show that you like to oh, sing. Oh, this from makes this one. me so happy because <laughs> I have a problem with singing Good Morning Baltimore. Like, I don't know why, but I just will, like, I mean, she just belts. start every morning. I'll just be like, not every morning. That's not dramatic. <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> yeah, I'll every just make up Good every morning. morning. Like, literally, no. Um, I just, but like, sometimes when I, I'm at a, I tell my family and my friends it's kind of bad. I have, like, theater, like, like just like blurt outs, I can't help it, and I'll just sing a song. I don't see that's a Good morning, Baltimore, and then like you can't stop the beat. My roommates make fun of me because when we watch the live show, they're like, "I know this song because Ali sings it in the shower every night." So that's Good Morning Baltimore for me, and um, you can't stop the beat. Those are mine, hands down. Alexis, um, mine is definitely "I Know Where I've Been." I've sang it in church before, so that's Aww. always kind of my go-to song for sure. Really um, I'm not blonde, but I will sing "Big Blonde and Beautiful." Yes. Till the day I die. <laughs> I don't care if I'm a stick. I will still sing it because it's great. <laughs> and Becca, I have a feeling I know what yours is going to be. But... With that love. Yeah. Oh, yes. coming my yes. She was talking to me about it the other day about how much she loved that song. I'm so obsessed I just, it's with great. it. It's that so is a good, good. song. It's That's great. like if I'm like in a... And- no, okay, sorry. And, and uh, you can't stop the beat. I, yeah. I will get up and dance to that in any corner oh, of the day sure. even though I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> okay, that's the whole point. Just have fun. Yeah. That's our, That's why it's a, your diva song. It doesn't mean it's a actual diva song. You're not. Di- you're not an actual diva. Yeah. You're just like diva and out to it because whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you think you're a good singer when you're singing those songs. Like, I think I'm a diva when I'm singing those songs. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, let's talk a little bit. I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but like a little tiny bit about the dance numbers as opposed to the stage version. Yeah, I think that's the reason why I didn't mind this director because I know that's what he does. He does dance numbers. It's great. I mean, even though I like, uh, gosh, what's the name of the director that does Chicago? Uh, Rob, Rob Marshall. I think he. He should just stick 
to musical plays because that Pirates movie was terrible, sir. Um, but, like, but... It was a terrible It was a terrible, but, sir. But Chicago, Nine, all of those films, fantastic. And I feel like if he was able to take that, to take Hairspray and make it his own, it would have been totally different. But those dance numbers were insane. He took a bunch of people from So You Think You Can Dance who who didn't maybe make the finale, mm-hmm. put them in the in the musical, and they had jobs after that. Like, that's huge. I, so, I really did like the dance numbers in this. And I like... Uh, you know, like with close camera options, you can see stuff, like manipulate stuff better than you can on stage sometimes. So I, I really did enjoy the dance. The dance numbers were very impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that as much as um, I am annoyed with Adam Shankman as like for his directorial <laughs> choices, I do I do believe that he's an excellent choreographer. Yeah, and it shows it shows here in this movie. I feel like the dancing for me, it was like, why did I ever not have dance lessons? Like, I just, like, <laughs> right? I'm just watching their dance moves because they're all so crazy talented. And the way that they move is so smooth. And I make it seem effortless. Yeah, especially like Seaweed. His dancing is just like, you're just, uh, <laughs> like jaw drop. So for me, it just made me want to, I'm like, okay, maybe I should just get dance lessons now because this is like, I feel so like that every in- time I go to the theater. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, you, when you leave a, like a musical performance, you're just like, what is life? Like, I want to be like them. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm going to try this dance move they were doing. It looked so easy on the stage. Yeah. No. Like, no. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some changes they made between the stage and the screen. Mm-hmm. So we have, I put in I Can Hear the Bells because they took it out of the studio and they put it in the school, which I yeah. miss the choreography, personally. I like the yeah. little... Yeah, where everyone's kind of... Yeah, the bell that comes back freeze, up. Yeah. The freeze Great. moment with the bell. Yeah. But I think it made sense more with... Uh, when you're doing when you're doing a movie and you're trying to have um, I guess the narrative kind of flow better, there there are a lot of things that are very stagey about that. I can hear the bells number in when you see it on stage, mm-hmm. and yeah. so it I felt like this made more sense than having him like freeze as she's like singing to him. Yeah, it's still my favorite. It's part. more. It, yeah. it made more sense to me. No, I will, the, only, the, only I part, the only part I, I didn't like about it was the creepiness in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was a little strange. I forgot about true. that. I was like, girl, yeah. you got some issues. You got a back. So in my brain, I was thinking that like maybe she wasn't actually there. She was just all in her head, but it was just really strange because she was just like ah. you're just like yeah. waiting like, for someone no, to look up and be like. <laughs> yep. I love when Amanda, like Amanda Biden's Penny, she like when she Tracy grabs the guy and throws him against the locker. She's like. I- yeah, it's just like in like the live one where Ariana Grande is just kind of walking around, just like I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that Penny's involved in her yeah. fantasies, but not. Yeah, really? it's like it's like she understands her to a, a level that she's like knows what's happening. Yeah, she's like, Sorry, she's like calm Ugh. down. Yeah. Let's calm down. Um, and then we also had, which I think is the biggest mistake ever, Tracy not going to jail. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. weird. I think it's such a pivotal moment of the play. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, yeah. I think it, because it, it, you know, it shows like such a huge thing that like, she got sent to jail for this, that she's willing to stand up for their cause yeah. that much. So and it's much. part of her, it's her it cause too. She's willing to do. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was strange that they decided, let's just put her in Penny's mom's basement. I'm like, uh, Penny's mom should go to jail because she's putting children in her basement. <laughs> That's true. No, <laughs> anybody, yeah. people are, I don't um, know. Which then spurned <laughs> the changing of without love because now we have three of the characters together, but we some for some reason we now because Link can't save her from jail. He's singing he's to a picture singing frame. to a picture frame that is singing back to him. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, just, what drugs were you on? Oh, yeah, I was like, like really. Like, yeah, because I was like, okay, I know you're not eating any of Mrs. Turnblatt's food right now, so it can't be her. You had that random candy bar under her pillow, which was also kind of creepy, and uh, <laughs> it just didn't make sense. 
sense. And I just I agree with Jack. It was like it's like a Harry Potter film, but terrible. Where she's just like, I'm gonna sing to you, and then freeze. It was just a strip. <laughs> I, I just really didn't like that they're singing this song about love, and they're all finally with each other, and they're all finally like giving out their emotion and feelings towards and each other and, Ron, and, and two of the main characters that are in love are not together yeah. he's having ham with Mrs. Turnblatt yeah. you know like, yeah. you don't want that's, that's, that's then, love but, but you know like that it, makes, it doesn't make as much sense at the ending that they're together no of course because yeah. we never had that moment where they like came together and were like you know what this is how we feel about each other and I don't care and well, we're yeah. gonna be together yeah. it was it was weird it's like nope we're just dancing <laughs> together now yeah. yeah cool you get no sense of the relationship that yeah. way yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. weird um, just, and then we also have we already talked. I'm not going to talk about Edna and then Wilbur's marriage because we already talked about it. Um, <laughs> we added teens to the council, and I only put this down because during the live one, I was like, I feel like there's more names. And then yes, there was. I, a few. When I watched the movie, I was like, there's more names in this too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are. After in in a in the Broadway show, after he's what is it, Luann? Then yeah. he goes Link. Yeah. So there's like yeah. an extra like six people. And yeah, it like, goes what? Mikey, Vicky, there's so Mikey, many. Vicky, Becky, something, something, and then Noreen, Doreen. Doreen. And I was like, why do we have twins on this? <laughs> why do their parents name them so similar? Noreen and Doreen. It's funny because when I when I obviously like was a fan of the movie first because that was the first thing I saw, and then seeing it live, I was like, wait, where are the twins? So for me, as like that being <laughs> yeah, my first thing, I was like, wait, that was what I was looking for because I was like so, listening to all the names, and then I was waiting for the twins, and then they weren't. I was, I was like, like where are Noreen and Doreen? <laughs> I was like about to. Be like and um like, and then it kept going I was like what yeah you're like wait yeah. so I think it's funny how the movie and the play can like completely change people's opinions because yeah. you're like oh I didn't see my girls on there yeah. or like oh wow that was really fast there was only like six people <laughs> so just like with the with the live version where we had the from the movie we had this giant gym full of people and then in the play in the live version you had the exact same people <laughs> in this giant gym so it was just kind of like are these all the students yeah. like, <laughs> what happened so like I just think it's funny how the movie can change your yeah. your vision on stuff because of the fact sure. that you can have a bunch of extras and put them in the background to look like a bunch of students and then in the play you're like yeah it's just because you people. don't have as yeah. much money you don't have as much money yeah. Play. yeah so it's just it's cool to see people's opinions after yeah. that yeah um, and then I want to talk a little bit I'm not going to go into it I'm just going to mention it you guys can go look it up if you want it's on Wikipedia you can there was going to be a sequel to this film that they were going to make um, that was canceled. <laughs> Uh, you can go look up the storyline. We're not going to get into it. But I just wanted I'm, to mention it. I'm very intrigued now. I'm going to go look it up because I want to know what the sequel is going to be about. Uh, well, like, it's never going to be about anything now because it. But you can only well, yeah, ask what it was going to be about. Yeah. 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 Go look it up and let us know what you guys think For in sure. the comments below of that sequel and if you think it should have been made or if you agree with their decision to cancel it. Speaking of sequels, I saw a comment about after Hairspray Live of someone like responding to the official Twitter and they're like, now I want a Hairspray Live too. I'm like, Mm, okay. no. we, kind of, we kind of finished the story. <laughs> no, I'm like, we get it. They're together. That's good. Um, okay, so now I'm going to go into our new section. I'm going to start this off really fast with a video that we have. Um, I want to do this because we're going to support our coworkers. We have an engineer, James, who recently got married, and we Yay! also always want to support creativity yeah. and dramatic and theatricalness. Uh, he... Uh, had this dance that he I and his wife it. their first dance oh that they gosh, staged so it is and so learned it, they choreographed a dance for it and he edited it together so we're gonna just play it on our show yes. just to shout out some love to Woo-hoo. him we love James we love you James <laughs> oh man I love it so much <clears throat> oh my gosh I already love it no you're good <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like that dress is beautiful yeah her dress was it's amazing it's so cute while we're getting that oh okay we got it Oh my god, it's so damn cute. 
choreographed numbers at weddings. <laughs> I like that. It just shows that you put a lot of effort yeah. in and it's fun for your uh, yeah. for your audience. Yeah. So cute. I hate it. The ending's the best part that you yeah. for the end. Yeah, I don't yeah, the ending is my favorite so part. Cute. That dress though, like oh, fab. Crying guys. Aww. <laughs> so, for my future husband, watch. Right? <laughs> I like musical dance numbers. That's actually something I always ask them. Like, do you like Broadway? And they're like, no. I I'm give like, him props yeah. for that because that dress is probably like, Do you know how to Yeah, sing? yeah. <laughs> Literally, I have tears in my eyes. James, our engineer, who made yes. an amazing, amazing video and took the guts and everything to do it oh in front of God, all of his family and friends. So I love sure. it. Um, do you have his Twitter handle, Alexis? Uh, yes, it's Jimbo in the booth. Yeah, Jimbo in the booth. Jimbo in the booth? At Jimbo Aww. in the booth? Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Jimbo in the booth if you want to go tell him <laughs> that you loved his video, that you liked his video, whatever you want to tell him. Go there and let him know. Um, so we just have a couple news things. I'm going to skip Harris Burlap because we pretty much just talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... We have Bye Bye Birdie Love coming up next year, which I found interesting for because it's kind of very similar to Hairspray in some aspects. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's an Elvisy teenage girl. There's very different in some aspects, but it's also similar. I thought it was There's an interesting no real, choice to like, follow up. Race mentions though, and Bye Bye this, Birdie really. Yeah, the Spanish. It's his mom being Haiti, not being okay with her being mm-hmm. Spanish. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember that being a big thing. Though. It wasn't like huge. It wasn't as big. It's, no, it's, it's just it's still it. there. And yeah. it just is a very. It's a similar time period play. It's a similar uh, campiness. But it's literally play. about Elvis. I mean, this is literally like they Conrad Birdie is literally supposed to be Elvis coming back yeah. from the war. Yes. No, leaving for the war. Or leaving for the war. I, right. I just thought it was an interesting choice to follow up with Hairspray. I thought that yeah. you wanted to maybe get a little bit of a different Hairspray genre. to me was one of the best live I shows that I, I there agree has completely. Been. I do. I think it was my favorite. Yeah. Same. Because I remember Followed being... by Grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Hairspray true. Because I, I remember watching... I liked The Wiz, too, but like Peter Pan and Sound of Music... Oh my... I was just going to say, I was. I remember weeks beforehand, I was like, Peter Pan! I was so excited. I talked about it to my friends, to my family. It was so excited. I I remember turning it on, like amped up, because Peter Pan's like literally one of my my favorites. It was the first show I've ever seen live. Literally, I was so disappointed. And like, and I, I am not discouraging anyone who did like it. Like that. Oh yeah, it's amazing. And this is what these things are for: is for people to either discover these things Mm -hmm. or to have your own opinions and decisions on them. It just for me, it was. 
Yeah, no, completely. I think that everybody did great in their own individual way, but personally as someone that has seen things like live before and someone as a huge fan, I was kind of just like taken aback, I guess you could say. But I mean, they're all very talented. It's not taking away the credit from them, but it was just very different than what I was expecting. I feel Hairspray Live worked. Like yeah. as, a, as a live musical, it I felt everybody worked well I think together. They did it, I felt it worked, even they though did it had well sound issues. With making it very much like the stage production mm-hmm. with down to the costumes and the dance numbers and the way that they did everything was you're not going to go see the stage version and like there's going to be some differences but it's not going to be vastly different mm-hmm. and they seem to be hip to the fact that people will still watch this if you cast an unknown which is something that happened with the Wiz as well mm-hmm. it's like they they have I would rather have an unknown that can, can sing well yeah. and act well than a big star that can. Right. Well, I like having the unknown too because it's like you obviously have a supporting cast of people that we all know about. Yeah. And I think it's really exciting to have that opportunity to have someone completely new really shine and have their foot in the door. And yeah. I think that Maddie did an amazing job, mm-hmm. you know, as a newcomer. And this was her first thing. It was like her first thing. Yeah, first thing yeah. ever. I mean, she's so yeah. young. But yeah, I think uh, and that's exciting for me. I like seeing someone new and... I wonder, like, had it been flipped and, like, Nikki was in the live version and Maddie was in the movie, how, like, it would have compared, like, both yeah. Yeah. the movie and Interesting. the live version. That's what I was thinking at the beginning when we were talking about Nikki. I was like, if she were in the live version and then Maddie was in the movie, like, how, how would it be better? different? Or would it have not or, been? Yeah, would it have worked better or... Hmm. Interesting. Um, the last bit of news we have today is they. It was announced last week that they're going to remake um, a Little Shop of Horrors film for Warner Brothers. Um, and I just have a test for ever. Not a test. I just have a fun game for everybody, I guess, where I encourage you to in our comments below cast who you think would be good in a movie about Little Shop of Horrors now. That would work now because obviously we can't use the same cast Were they cast saying the if it was a musical or not? Because it wasn't clear in the article to me whether or I not it was... it was a musical but I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't... But let's cast it know. as if it were a musical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can only come up with one person so far um, and I, that is Jermaine from Flight of Concords would be a great oh, dentist. Yeah, 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 great he dentist. He I like that. Um, I picked for the dentist. I picked. Um, gosh, I have a lot of people up here. I liked him um, in Moana as the crab. Yeah, he was hysterical. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I picked a lot of different people. I thought um, uh, our favorite, uh, Aaron uh, uh, Tve. Tve, Tve, would be really funny being the dentist. I think. I think he'd have a lot of fun with that because I mean he's already played. Danny and Grease, but I think he'd be, I think he'd be fun. But I have like a long list, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, get into I know it, we gotta so. cut it short because yeah. we gotta wrap right now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, go in our comment section and let us know what you who you think would be good. Maybe next week we'll try to oh, come, come up with a list. Year, oh, it is their last show yeah. of the year. Sorry, guys, it's our last <laughs> show of the year. We will see you next year. We'll put in our comment section too. Yeah, who we think. we're doing yeah. Hedwig next year. Yeah, we'll so. be doing Hedwig. Oh, it's perfect Ooh, for the music. There's gonna be a bunch of bunch of great things coming up. Make sure you follow us on Broadway Beatdown on Twitter at Broadway Breakdown on Facebook. Comment, rate, subscribe. Go to I tunes too if you're listening on this and subscribe <laughs> where can we find you guys one last time uh you can find me over social media and over the holidays at a torres 890 that's all over all social media youtube twitter all that good stuff because i'll be vlogging my travels during the holidays and stuff like that and also playing video games so you guys can play with me It'll be fun uh, i'm one two three jackie b on twitter and instagram and jackie b one two three on snapchat and i'm ali nasta on twitter and ali girl on instagram i'm becky b talks tv on instagram and twitter and I'm bphips14 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me later tonight at 8 p.m. on our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, talking about the mid-season finale of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So check me out there. See you next year, guys. Bye! Yeah.
This is Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.